0: You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming.
1: We know each other! He's a friend from work! Ah uh,
0: yes, a friend from work. Uh, welcome back to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Uh, I have had the chance to work with Cam Moon several times over the last little while, and uh, always appreciate uh, when he invites me to do colour for him uh, on the uh, Rebels broadcast. and... Uh, one of my favorite guys in the Western Hockey League and one of the best guests to get on the show. Well, he provided me with some audio for this week's episode, so you had a chance to sit down with Brent Sutter, the owner, head coach, GM, and uh, head usher uh, for the Red Deer Rebels on the morning where he was about to coach in Game 1000. And uh, quite the milestone, Uh, so I wanted to get this audio uh, and share it with you. So uh, here is Cam Moon with Brent Sutter.
1: Here with Brent Sutter, Red Deer general manager and head coach, and game number one thousand in your WHL coaching career, all here with the Red Deer Rebels. Uh, when you think back you know, to 1999, when your first game uh, coaching this, did you think you'd be sitting here many years later with with a thousand
2: under your belt? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's uh, time has flown by. Yeah. You know, it's uh, gone by quickly, to be quite honest, and I never even thought of it. Today, until you mentioned to me, and it was, uh, I'm like, re- like it was almost like, really it's. But you know what? It's uh, just says I've been here a long time. I've coached a lot of games, and uh, there's been certainly been some uh, good times and yeah. some not as good times.
1: Well, when you look back at it, and you look at the good times, uh, Memorial Cup championship in 2001, three straight trips to the WHL final, 01, 02, 03. And in 04, it went to the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, what are some of the highlights when you look back on 1,000 games?
2: Well, you know, the, the biggest one for me is, you know, each year you, you, you know, your drive is to get the most you can out of your team and play as well as you can with the group that you have. And, and at the end of the day, it's about the players, right? It's giving them a chance to grow as just not hockey players but as people and um you know, I look back at those times probably more than anything and yeah the winning part is awesome right there's nothing because we all love to win and uh but you learn sometimes as much from individuals and, and individuals learn as much from themselves through the tough times during the adversity times and you know we certainly had a little bit of both on those both on the good and bad but you know it's just the way teams grow throughout the year and the way they develop you know, look look at this year's team we youngest team I've ever coached and uh, you know and the steps we've taken this year has been substantial and yet where you know you have a vision where you hope you're going to be a year or two from now and you just hope the, hope it gets there right and you just keep working on it and pushing through it and so you know I think every year it's different And uh, but you know obviously those first few years I remember when I bought the team in 99 and I got crucified for saying this I said that we were going to won a Memorial Cup within three years and uh, in a press conference when we when I purchased a team or when our family purchased a team and I uh, I was like oh boy the heat's on now and you know we want it in the second year and obviously those next uh, three years after were you know were pretty good rides and we just haven't been able to get back to that but we have to continue to push and move forward and it's a lot harder now obviously just with as many teams as there are and it's a lot harder to do things in your league than you used to be able to as far as trades and and building your team. So it's a little bit different now, certainly. But those years, those first years of winning like we did was uh, really kind of kick-started everything. And uh, and I think just from an organizational point of view, how our organization has grown over the years and, and uh, and you know, the, the process of all that... Uh, to become an elite franchise, not always going to be an elite team, but an elite franchise where you're left, looked up to across the hockey circles and the amount of players that get drafted, the amount of players that go to CIS and go to really top schools. Uh, at the end of the day, that's it's all about the players, right? But uh, you continue to push forward with that and continue to make sure that uh, you know you're, you're trying to do things right year by year. Here with Brent Sutter talking about 1,000 games coaching
1: in the WHL and Brent, uh, it's a lot of things have changed over that time from the from the time of '99 uh, within the league, uh, within coaching, within the game of hockey. Uh, what are some of the changes that are the most significant for
2: you? Well, probably the biggest one is just uh, the the change in times with mindset of players, right? And, um, you know, I call it the 80-20 rule. Uh, Back in the day, um, you know, you never worried about 80% of your players. They just, you know, they just got it and they knew how to motivate themselves. They knew there was was, uh, just internal push within them to be the best they can be and for your team to be really successful. And then you were, there's 20% you were always, You know, dealing with and trying to get them over that hump, and uh, and for them to be mentally strong enough, and um, you know, and buy into the pack mentality and all that. Now it's the opposite, right? And uh, you're 20 percent you don't worry about, but 80 percent you're continuing to trying to get them to help them through all that. And uh, it's just a whole different mindset now, and and dealing with young players uh, it's just the way it is and it's the same way in the NHL level you talk to GMs at the NHL level they're going through the same thing and and that's what you try to do is trying to get these guys ready for professional hockey whether it's there or the top CIS schools wherever it may be and get them in that proper mindset because they come out of minor hockey where they're all stars and um, then when you get to our level um, they're not, not all more going to be and they got to be able to accept different roles on their team and it's hard for, and and understandably so, and uh, yet it's a lot of work to get someone to change, and and that's probably been the biggest thing for me is over time is just how the game has changed, not just within the rules of the game and the game of hockey and and how it's changed, but just the personalities and the way players look at things over the you know over the 20 years, uh, 20 you know, it's been it's certainly been. Uh, something that you have to adapt to and adjust to and your mindset has to be different. Am I, am I a different coach now than I was five, six years ago or 10 or 15, 20 years ago? Absolutely. You have to be, you have to adjust with the times. And so that's probably been the biggest change for me. Well, Brent, uh, good to sit down with you. Congrats
1: on the thousand games and thanks for doing this. Yeah. Thanks. Monroe. There you
0: go. Uh, Cam Moon, the voice of the Red Deer Rebels with uh, Brent Sutter, who uh, now has 1,000 games under his belt behind the bench for the Red Deer Rebels in the Western Hockey League. That does it for this week's episode. And at the end of every show, that means it's time for me to uh, enjoy a, another brew from Troubled Monk. And this week, uh, I have picked the uh, Bucktooth Belgian White. have not tried this one yet, so this will be the first time. Uh, I always like the stories and stuff on the uh, sides of the can, the write-ups. Uh, this one, uh, a tribute to... Uh, Doris Forbes, and uh, Mickey the Beaver. Funny story that they have uh, written up on the side of the can. I don't know how true it is, uh, but it's uh, it's creative. Uh, but the end of the write-up says enjoy its creamy, light-body citrus and spicy notes with your own unusual friends. Uh, I don't have any friends with me at the moment, but let's do this. All right, let's try that is a smooth craft beer for sure. They have the uh, little graph on the side of the can uh, with different categories, and uh, the maltiness is way down. The hop bitterness is way down on this one. So if uh, maybe you've tried, if you're a person who's tried a craft beer in the past and you've been like, oh, that's a little overpowering for me, I think this one will be right up your alley. Try the the Bucktooth Belgian White from Troubled Monk and go down to your uh, local liquor store or your beer store and uh, ask them for the troubled monk and if they don't have it then demand that they get it stop by the tap room next time you're in red deer i'm actually planning on doing that in a couple weeks oil kings are down in red deer on the 29th mooner has already uh, talked to me said uh, hey let's go check out the tap room together so i think we'll do that before uh, the game that night of course you'll be in one booth i'll be in the oil kings booth uh, with uh, andrew peard but that is a couple of weeks away that does it for this week's episode of the show. Thanks to the uh, guests that you heard from. Also, thanks to Mooner for supplying that audio of him and uh, Brent Sutter in conversation. Next week, a couple more ladies uh, that I am uh, i have one already locked up that I'll be chatting with early in the week and another one on my short list to talk to. And there'll be another 2020 draft spotlight. And who knows what else we'll have in store for you next week here on the Pipeline Show. But between now and then, get out and watch some junior college hockey so that you and I can talk about it next week until then my name is Keith Flaming see ya